Hey, welcome to episode 70 of the Fit Trend Performance Podcast, and this is Mark Bruce, your host. Today, I'm going to talk about are shoes really the problem? So I'm going to do a deep dive into um, some low, lower level ideas of foot functioning, um, what your foot should do, and you know, should you be training barefoot? Should you be training in minimalist shoes and or the shoes that you're wearing? Fine. So tune in to episode 70. Uh, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Fit Strength Podcast, where you will be informed, educated, and empowered in order to take charge and take action so you can reach your athletic and or fitness goals. The only way for you to get stronger, faster, and better conditioned is to be consistent every day, all year long, doing things that will ensure your mind and body is strong and resilient. If you're ready to make changes, then let's go. Real quick, if you're a parent of an athlete 8 to 10 years old, you're going to want to keep listening to this. Starting May 1st, we are scheduling, we are running our third fundamental session. This class is for athletes 8 to 10 years old. This is a great class. It's a fun class. It's really going to help educate young athletes how to move in the weight room, but also how to improve their overall athleticism. This isn't going to be a class where we're putting a bar in your kid's back. This isn't a class where we're teaching your kid Olympic lifts. It's a class solely focused on helping young athletes manage their own body weight, um, improve their, their spatial awareness, working on coordination, speed, quickness, and doing the things that are going to help prepare them for when they are able to lift heavier weights. And we're going to work on the squat, the hinge, pushing, pulling, developing core strength. And we're going to have, we're going to play games and have a lot of fun. It's awesome for young kids. We've had a great experience thus far. Um, This is our third session. If you are interested in this, what you have to do is you have to go to fit hyphen strength.com slash fundamentals hyphen youth hyphen sports hyphen performance. This is a great class. Don't miss out. Um, It starts May 1st. It's going to be Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Thanks so much. Are your shoes really the problem? Are your shoes the reason that your feet are hurting you? Um, is it the reason that you're underperforming? You know, is it the reason why you have knee pain, hip pain, back pain, or even shoulder pain? You know, the answer for everything is it always depends. Um, you know, more and more, you know, I, I, I'm hearing, I'm seeing athletes, um, talking to, you know, adults and, you know, shoes always come up, feet always come up. So the question is, you know, should you be training barefoot? Um, Should athletes be wearing minimalist shoes? Um, That's a common theme. That's what a lot of conversations are leading to. Those are a lot of things that I kind of push athletes towards. However, you know, I always try to preface a few things um, to make sure that everyone is aware of benefits and negatives and also empower people. Um, Because at the end of the day, people have to do, athletes have to do what they think is best for them. Parents have to do what they think is best for their kids. Um, So, you know, with that being said, why should people be training barefoot? 
you know, why should athletes be wearing minimalist shoes? Well, first understand that the foot has a lot of function. You know, it's not just the ankle up and the body starts moving, right? The minute your feet hit the ground, things are going to start happening up the chain, you know, from when your toes hit the ground to the midfoot to the heel, we got heel strike, midfoot, um, and then, um, you know, you have that toe off or you have that um, forefoot, you know, leaving the ground, however you want to look at it. Um, and the foot should be pronating, it should be supinating, you know, the foot should be able to evert and invert, you know, toes should be able to move, the big toe should flex, right? So your feet should have all these capabilities. Um, however, if you look at a lot of people's feet, you know, they're going to present us in three different ways, or you're going to have a flat foot, you could have a neutral foot, you could have a, a foot with a really, really high arch. Um, and then you'll see like knees do something, you'll see, uh, you know, the hips do something, whether you have a hip hike, you know, whether you have that anterior pelvic tilt, posterior pelvic tilt, it's going to inhibit it or, you know, cause your shoulders to look a certain way. Um, Right, so the feet are super important, you know, really, really important. Um, so why is barefoot training important? Why are minimalist shoes valuable? Well, when you train barefoot or wear minimalist shoes, um, you know, you're going to improve proprioception. Um, so barefoot, right, the minute your feet hit the ground, like your feet, not in a shoe, not in a sock, you're just going to turn on these receptors that improve balance, coordination, um, you know, depending on what you're doing while barefoot, right, it can help strengthen the entire kinetic chain. Um, because if you can strengthen your foot, strengthen your toes, improve balance, coordination, proprioception, right, you what happens at the tibia, what happens at the femur, what happens at the hip, what happens at the low back, what happens at the shoulder, all can improve. Um, but there's a question of like, how much should you be doing it? Should you be doing it? If you're in pain, should you be doing it? Um, so those are all valid questions. Um, so with barefoot shoes, with minimalist shoes, you know, so the minimalist shoes, you know, you have toe shoes or you have the shoes that, you know, I wear Vivo barefoots. I really like them. Um, but you notice like they're super flimsy, right? You can bend them, you can fold them, right? Those are very minimalist. There's not a lot of sole. There's not a lot of, there's no heel elevation, um, so those are things to look for with those minimalist shoes. Cause I hear a lot of people say, well, I need a, a foot with a really hard sole. Um, you know, and having a shoe with a really hard, or I need a shoe with a really hard sole and having a shoe like that, you're, you're not going to improve those proper receptors. And what ends up happening is the, the hard sole, that shoe ends up doing the work that your foot should be doing, right? The shoe is stabilizing your foot, which is stabilizing at the ankle, which, you know, a lot of times can reduce pain. And that could be valuable for sure. You know, 100% that can be valuable, um, but it also can be invaluable. So, you know, with all of that being said, what's, you know, what's that answer? You know, what I always try to advise athletes and parents is, you know, have some shoes in rotation, you know, right? That could cause for, you know, an expensive bill, um, but there are a lot of negatives. You know, you see a lot of athletes are always wearing basketball shoes. And don't get me wrong, I played basketball. I was a hooper. I love basketball shoes. They're cool. You know, you're right. You need them on the court. Um, they are protective for the foot and the ankle, depending on the shoe type. Um, however, wearing those shoes every single day, 24 seven, and then playing basketball, or if you are a field sport athlete, then putting a cleat on, you know, you're really going to disrupt what the foot should be doing. 
um, just because of how the shoes are. So a lot of basketball shoes, there's a high heel elevation. Um, so that can disrupt what's going on at the pelvis. It can, you know, start to develop a bunion or even a hammer toe, something like that. And there will be some issues down the line, issues that I've experienced. Um, if you're always wearing basketball shoes, always wearing um, shoes with a narrow toe box, always wearing cleats. And that's exactly what I did growing up. Um, I, I had orthotics, I had ankle braces, I always wore basketball shoes, and I played baseball, right? So I was always crushing my feet in tight shoes and not strengthening the ankle. Um, so, you know, number one, just have some shoes in rotation, right? Have some low top shoes, have your basketball shoes, you know, wear Crocs, have some slides, you know, and just change it up, right? Don't just get caught in the same shoe every single um, day 24-7. And if you're a basketball player, and I get this question asked all the time, you know, should should I have a different training shoe, you know, when I come into the gym? And I think so. You know, I think I think you should have an, a training shoe almost. You know, you, you know, basketball players or volleyball players, you don't have to work out in your basketball or volleyball shoes. You know, you don't have to do that. So I think there's value in having that. Um, right. So when you look at the foot, right, you're going to have that flat foot, high arch or neutral. And the foot should be able to present itself in both positions. Right. So if you have a flat foot, well, you should be able to generate an arch to some degree. And if you're a neutral foot, right, you, where you have a slight arch, you should be able to pronate that foot and then get back to to a um, to that arch. And if you have a really, really high arch, you should be able to you know, flatten that foot out to supinate or get closer to supination and have a little bit more movement versus being that a rigid foot. And this is where wearing being barefoot or having minimal shoes may not be beneficial. So if you're someone that has, you know, let's look at a really, really high arch. That probably means that the foot doesn't pronate, which means that you're not going to internally rotate appropriately, and you're probably compensating somewhere at the tibia, somewhere at the femur, somewhere at the low back, at the pel your pelvis orientation, just because you got to get to a position to be athletic. Um, so if you have a really high arch, it might be valuable to have a shoe that's a little bit more that has a little bit more support, but potentially you know have some type of orthotic or even like a little cushion at the arch, so your arch can get that sensation of pronating. You know, so what that means is right. If I have a really high arch, if you're looking down at your feet right now and you have a really high arch, you know, meaning you can stick like two fingers underneath your foot, you know having something that can touch that arch as you go to, you know, plant to sprint or jump can really improve the foot function, but also can really help the body do its job because it has that sensation, because it can feel that, you know, have that contact of something on the inside of that arch telling it to keep pronating, keep going in that direction instead of just being stuck in that high arch. And then there's going to be some issues at the tibia, the talus, and the foot. And then there's going to be, going to be some issues at the knee and the hip. Um, so it could be valuable for someone who has a really high arch to wear a foot that's 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 a little bit more firm versus a middle, minimalist or barefoot. But putting something at that um, at their arch so the foot can feel that pronation um, that could benefit that individual. And then if you have an athlete who's really flat footed, you know, I wouldn't suggest, you know, being barefoot um, or wearing a minimalist foot when they're lifting something really, really heavy. 
um, just because of how the foot is positioned. And that can really disrupt where the tibia does, what the knee does, what the hip does, and cause some pain. Um, so, you know, typically for me, you know, I have athletes in the gym that go barefoot. I, I tend to recommend putting their shoes on during their heavier lifts, um, just because you can have some negative side effects. If you don't have the foot stability, foot strength, and then you do 135, 185, 225 back squat, front squat, safety bar squat, whatever it might be, and or 315 deadlift, you know, so there could be some negative benefits of being barefoot all the time. But if you're doing hops, skips, low-level plyos, you know, more of your accessory work, single leg RDLs, you know, split squats, ISO holds, you know, things like that. I think there could be a lot of benefit being in a minimalist shoe or a barefoot um, to help strengthen that foot. So ultimately, you know, I think it's always going to depend. Should you be barefoot? Should you wear minimalist shoes? I think it could be helpful if you have a pair of minimalist shoes. And so what I mean, again, what I mean by that is have finding a shoe with a low heel elevation, finding a shoe that is flexible, you know, you can kind of bend it, but really important finding a shoe that has a wide toe box. Those are the three things that you want to look for. And in the show notes, you know, I'm going to link Vivo Barefoot. There's some other links at a place, um, a website called Gate Happens, which I just recently stumbled upon on Instagram, which has a whole slew of um, shoe brands that could be helpful. Um, so for young athletes, seasoned athletes, um, you know, first consult with a doctor, right? You can hit us up on Instagram, email us at info at fit strength.com and we could advise, but you just don't want to sell out to hundreds of dollars of barefoot shoes, minimalist shoes, and it may not be the best for you. Um, you know, there could be some value with arch supports. If you're in chronic pain, right, if you're in pain all the time, having some arch supports could be beneficial so you're not just um, overdoing it, overworking your body. Um, but that's just the gist of today's conversation as far as our shoes really the problem. I think there's a big picture, right? We didn't even talk about calf strength. We didn't talk about hamstring. We didn't talk about synergy between what the foot does, what the calf does, what the hamstring does, right? So there's a huge picture, right? So if you strengthen your calves, and then you wear the shoes that you always wear, right? You could get yourself out of pain. If you improve pronation and supination of your foot and then wear the same shoes that you've always been wearing, you could get yourself out of pain. If you elevate your heels when you're squatting, um, you know, doing various slam bar movements and then wear your shoes that you normally wear, you could get yourself out of pain, right? So there's, there's a lot of, it depends, but you also have to look at big picture, Right. You got to look at are you strengthening your whole body? Are you lifting? Are you doing, you know, those little things, strengthening your feet, calf raises, et cetera, et cetera. And then you can start diving into, you know, what kind of shoe you should wear. Right. If, if you go buy a Vivo barefoot or a minimalist shoe right now and do no lifting, no training, no nothing, have never been barefoot. Right. You probably won't feel great. Um, but right, if you're spending a little time, you know, 20 to 60 minutes a day barefoot, doing some calf raises, some low level hopping, skipping, if you're an athlete barefoot for, you know, a couple weeks, couple months, and then buy some minimalist shoes and see an improvement. Well, there's a, there's a good correlation to, um, that method. Um, so that, that's what I have for you today. Again, the topic, are shoes really the problem? It depends. The best answer in the world. Um, so thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions, like I said, um, you know, email us info at fit strength.com. Shoot us a DM on Instagram, fit strength underscore performance. Um, you know, we have remote programs. We have remote coaching. We have semi-private training at the gym, personal training. Um, you know, we, we provide a free discovery call for anyone interested in, in figuring out how they can achieve their goals with our assistance. 
Um, so hit us up if you need some help. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the show. If this episode was helpful in any way, please share this episode with a teammate, a parent, or a coach to help get this podcast in front of many people like yourself. I really appreciate your support. For more information about sports performance training, follow us on Instagram at fitstrength underscore performance or subscribe to our YouTube channel that has over 1,500 videos. Have a great day and happy training.